I had totally forgotten about that until I heard Kevin's promo for his show. But when they banned nudity in the clubs in Seminole County, Florida, just outside Orlando, Club Wana put on a nude performance of Shakespeare's Hamlet just to protest the nudity laws. Because if you were performing an artistic endeavor, then you could have nudity. So they had the strippers, exotic dancers, if you will, acting out Hamlet. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Now, was it erotic? Good God, no. Was it entertaining AF? Oh, yes, it was. And people paid to go see it? Oh, yeah. Good. They still got their money. Oh, they sure did. That was fun. That's a silly law, though. I loved Club Juana. That was the original place in Orlando. Been there. It was there for like 50 years before they tore it down. That was a place when we moved to Orlando in 1978. They they included like a welcome book that you would get that would give all these attractions. Stars Hall of Fame, SeaWorld, Mystery Funhouse. And there was a little ad for Club Juana, and it said a gentleman's club. And I was eight. And I thought, man, wouldn't that be amazing to hang out in a club for gentlemen? You sit around and cross your legs and drink some Earl Grey and talk about some sports. Say, isn't it great to be gentlemen? Did you was it ever referred to as the ballet? Is that a widespread thing? Because my dad used to refer to it as the ballet, and, and there was a period of time where I actually thought like he and, and his friends and people that he worked with would go to the ballet after work. No, that might have been just your dad. Yeah, I yeah think that it, was probably just a case. I think, I think it was. Doing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I knew it as for um, many years. The ballet. The ballet. No, no. My, my dad referred to making out as watching the submarine races. He would- Like you'd go park down by the lake with a girl and watch the submarine races? Not while he was married <laughs> to your mom, though. Well, he wouldn't do it, but he would say, he would say to me, like, oh. oh, what, are you going to take her down to the lake and watch the submarine races? Is there, like, an inner joke there? No. No, it's just like uh, you can't see submarines race, so uh, that's why that oh, was a- You see what I'm saying? See, uh, yeah. Yeah. Frank, uh, yeah. I see where you get it from. He's not quick. A good place. None of this happened in my house. I'm like, Don't worry. I'm just going to be in my bedroom, <laughs> never sneaking out, <laughs> never doing anything fun. <laughs> 727-579-1025. I snuck out of my house a few times, not through the window, but uh, mom, if you're listening, I hope you're feeling better. Love you. Um, and I would have to pop the clutch in my car so because I couldn't start it in my garage with, or in my driveway without alerting my parents, whose bedroom, thankfully, was on the other side of the house. So what I would do is I would I would disengage the emergency brake, roll my car out of my driveway, get back in, steer it so I could put it on the street. And then, and then you'd have to pop the clutch. Yeah. See, I always had to sneak back in. I never really had to oh, sneak out, man. but it was sneaking in way past curfew that was the worst. And that's what we'd have to do. You'd have to, Oof. you know, go stealth mode a little bit down the road. You just, you know, turn the car off and coast into your into the driveway. To, uh, oh yeah. You had to time that just right because if you had to restart that car back up. Well, we used to drive through the side yard so we didn't come up the driveway and, and, you know, have any light shining or anything. Yeah. So we came in the side yard and there was a stop sign that was in the corner of my yard. And one night we came in, I killed the lights, killed the engine and just coasted in and we just trucked that stop sign that was right in the corner of my front yard. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I used to get called and like yelled at if I was breaking curfew, actually coming home from youth group where I was practicing hymns and, you know, skits for our Sunday service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're still into hymns. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> Woo! Our number is 727-579-1025. When my dad got the 88 Trans Am GTA 5.7 liter engine. Nice. I was uh, 19. I had to move back into my house because I ran out of money. So I had to move back home and, and abide by my parents' rules. And my dad, if I mowed the lawn, would let me take the Trans Am out on the weekend. But there was a, there was a curfew for the Trans Am. Like... I didn't necessarily have to stay home when I got home with the car at midnight, but that car had to be back in the garage at midnight. And so we'd be out on an international drive, which was where everybody cruised, because, you know, I wanted people to think it was my car. Yeah, trim cruising. Exactly, cruising for coups. And, um, and man, there were times when we would be at the Burger King at the corner of Sand Lake and International Drive, which was about a 20-minute drive from my parents' house, and we'd be there at 11.45, and I'd go, well... Come on, Wheels. Here we go. My best friend was Mike Wheeler. We called him Wheels. Let's do this. And I mean, we would get that thing up to buck 10 on Sand Lake Road and pull into the driveway at like 11.58, 11.59 every time. Good times. Don't speed, kids. Um, This weekend, if you go out to the Pinellas County beaches, which I'm not saying you should, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Not this weekend, but Monday. Um, You're going to want to watch for one thing. I've never seen this phrase used before. There will be unprecedented law enforcement. They are going to be watching your every move. Several hundred extra deputies will be devoted to crowd control, traffic, and parking, and there will be at least one cop stationed at every beach access point. Yeah, I'm reading some specifics here. In addition to the deputies that would normally already be there, another 250 will be devoted. And then they're also talking about uh, helicopters. Helicopters will be going overhead as well. In addition to deputies on the water, at parking lots, and in helicopters, uh, another 30 on top of that will patrol the sand on all-terrain vehicles, and dozens more will be on causeways. So, look, a lot of people can't wait to get to the beach. I mean, cannot wait to get to the beach, and I respect that. But I, um, there's going to be a lot of people. I, I think that I think they're going to be so packed on Monday, it's going to be ridiculous. I don't think they're going to allow that to happen. I mean, that's I mean, this yeah. this references right here that that they don't from the Pinellas County Sheriff. They don't want the images that we saw during spring break to to happen, and it sounds like it's almost more of like a public affairs thing than it is Image. actually keeping people safe. Because they said we don't want those uh, those pictures making it to social media again. So whatever the rule, whatever the reasoning is, I'm good with it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't think that people are going to be able to have a nice leisurely day at the beach like maybe they think they will. Agreed. Well, I don't even think you're allowed to just like lay out. So uh, some of the regulations, I think you can... Well, initially they were going to open it just for exercise, but I don't think you can just go and lay out and tan. I think you can. You can now. You couldn't before, but now you can. Um, They're saying they don't expect a free-for-all atmosphere to take over. Officers are going to be patrolling the sand as well, and they're going to warn people about rule violations. Well, I don't appreciate all these bandwagon beachers. I've been a beacher since I was a little girl, and... That's my favorite place in the world, and now it's going to be overcrowded, and I can't even go and enjoy my favorite place. Good point. The county ordered 1,000 signs to display at the entrances, 215 access points, and on the sand telling visitors to maintain a six-foot distance from one another. 
and not to congregate in groups of more than 10. So yep. that's a lot of uh, a lot of cops I out mean, there. I mean, I just wonder how heavy-handed they'll be. I think very heavy-handed. Not not arresting people, but like definitely telling them to disperse. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? My name is Rick. Hey, Rick. What's up, pal? Hey, I was just—I just heard this because I was watching. I wasn't listening to you guys. What? They're all got home. <laughs> I just heard this song on the on um, uh, Google. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Hold on. I was just curious if you've heard that. It sounds in the video, well, fake video or not. You know, it seems like it's like a, something about the coronavirus type thing. It's a pretty decent song. Just wondering if you guys heard it yet. It just came out like I think April sixteenth. John, tell me how to react to this guy. He wasn't uh, listening to our uh, show. Uh, 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 you want to know my truth? I, know. Yeah. I want your truth. My, my truth I want your truth, be... sir. Please help me out here by by being nicer to you. I'm going to John for for guidance, please. Only based on okay. the fact that you know because you know things have gotten chippy a couple times already. Correct. I would say just cut him loose. Just hang up on him. Yeah. Have a great I day. Was, I was listening earlier, but I mean, I, I mean, because honestly, we were in the midst girl. of discussing something that's important to a lot of people. Right. And, and sometimes it's fun to have random things come in, yeah. but we were kind of just giving people information and talking about something. Right. So the level of disrespect that I think he showed in general yep. it doesn't deserve an argument or a debate or any any more attention. So, sir, I would oh, just on, I guys. wish you a good day, sir. You sound like a nice chap, and I'd love to hear from you at a later time. But I wish you a good day, and thank you very much for trying to participate in our radio show today. Good week. To you. you too. Thank you, buddy. At a babe. Good call, John. I like Thanks, that. Man. Prick. Drew Grubble Live. Hello. Who are you? Hey, Not John. J-Dog. How you doing? That guy. Hey, J-Dog. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Hey, uh, you mentioned Sand Lake Road. Had you ever been to, uh, they got a great Lebanese place out there called Cedars. Had you ever been out there? Uh, no, I don't get in on girl on girl action, man. It's uh, you know, it's not really my thing. I don't like that uh, kind of stuff when I'm eating. I keep seeing that on my Uber. Chuck D's nuts in your mouth. I didn't say it, you moron. You can't do the D's nuts joke. <laughs> no, no, no. And you and, and you even screwed it up. You even screwed it up. You said Chuck D's nuts in your mouth. You said the restaurant was Cedars, and I was supposed to say Cedars, and then you would have said CD's nuts in your mouth, which still probably wouldn't have worked, but it would have been closer. But I didn't fall for your trap because I know Sand Lake very well, and I knew that there are Lebanese restaurants, not lesbian restaurants, and I um I didn't say what you wanted me to say, so your D's nuts joke is invalid. But thank you for trying to participate in today's show, prick. Drew Grubble Live, hello, who are you? Hey, it's Sellout Dave. Oh, you are, you are a sellout, man. <laughs> he's Dave on our show, but he's sellout David when he's trying to call in Roger and JP. Yeah, I just got in my car to drive to work, and then I hear your damn voice on Roger and JP as David, and I'm like, who are you? And then John said, he's a sellout bitch. I, I didn't call you a bitch, but I was thinking. I heard, I heard exactly what you said. I was listening when you he, when he called me a sellout. That's, okay. That's awesome. So what's going no, on? I was going to I was gonna say, you know, I mean, because yeah, I go, I, I go to Indian Rocks. Every yeah, I know. I heard Saturday, today on Roger like, and JP. Right. <laughs> but you know, I mean, luckily that beach, particular beach, is never. It's you know, it's never a free for all out there anyway. You know, right. it's a bunch of older people like me. So I just find me a secluded. I know you're spot, 57. Like I, I heard all this on Roger and JP. You're giving me repurposed <laughs> content, Dave. I love you. What are you doing? Well, hang on. Hang on, I, I find me a secluded spot, and I sit there with my binoculars like a normal person. What do you do with binoculars at the beach? Look at trim? <laughs> I'm just, I'm shit. <laughs> okay, joking. all right. I thought that was a cool <laughs> thing to do. Uh, listen, you know we love you, Dave. I appreciate you very much, man. 
Oh, let's go, man. Y'all have a good day. You Enjoy too, buddy. The today, bro. Thanks, man. Be safe right. out there on Indian Rocks Beach, which I know you go to because I heard you on Roger and JP. <laughs> Dave, with his binoculars, made me think of something. You ever just watch the birds? The movie with Alfred no, Hitchcock no, no, and like, Tippi Hedren? Like, like birds themselves. I've really been getting yeah. into watching for like bird drama. Like if you just kind of sit oh, and watch yeah. birds for yeah. a while, you can find out there's a lot of bird drama going on out there in the world. And if you just allow yourself to get lost in it, it's pretty entertaining. That is true. Like different species, like the, the crow, when the crow- yes. Like the crow is the the main instigator of drama yes, in the, the in the aviary you, world. Yes, I've got this tree right outside my front window that that is a hot spot, and I think the crows are coming to eat whatever bird lives there. I think they're going to could take their babies. Mm. So it's like I'll set it on the front. And it's just a war zone, and you really can get lost in uh, in watching some bird drama. Yeah. yeah, I go out in the backyard with my kittens, and I stare up and I watch the birds watching them and threaten them. Like the, the hawks and the birds of prey looking at the kittens yes. like, I'm going to get you? They are not going to get my kittens. Uh, did I choose the right crows? Or did I? Or should I have gone uh, Counting Crows, Mr. Jones? Uh, this feels right. Okay, because Black Crows I thought was better than yeah. Counting Crows. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? Fun fact, uh, it's, it's called birding. Get out of here, you loser. Drew Grabble Live, who are you? It's him again. You got to report hey, him. You say- oh, yeah, that's right. I got to report him. Dude, you reported, dude. Go ahead. Hello. Hi. Hey, you listen? What? <laughs> You're the best. Thanks. What's up? You guys are the best. Listen. Thank you. Hey, you need to warn all the people that they're going to be impounding cars out at the beach. So when they park somewhere, Publix or whatever, to walk over to the beach, the impound guys are going to be out there with walkie-talkies and binoculars. They're going to be towing cars left and right. You might want to warn all your fans. I, I don't want to warn. You- First of all, I don't have any fans. Secondly, I don't want to warn anybody because the type of scumbag that takes up a Publix or pop shopping center parking space so they can walk to the beach, they deserve to be towed. You think? Okay, you win. Oh. You're still the best. Oh, thanks. Why would I not be the best if I just won? I'm the best around. Nothing's ever going to get me down. Drew Grab Alive, hello. 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 <laughs> what's up, dude? Hello? Yeah, what's up, dude? Hey, uh, first time caller, That's Ryan. Important. My name's Ryan. Nice to meet you, Ryan. Drew Grabo. Hey, I mean, you, you were talking about Orlando. It brings back a lot of memories. Um, you know, I, I lived there from 2002 to 2010, and talk about you know Sand Lake Road. I drive. I drive. I was down there all the time. Man. Me too. Hell yeah. You remember? You know Adobe Gillis? Yeah, I remember that place. Oh yeah, I like a lot of that place, man. Cool. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Places are cool. I remember going to places. Last one, Drew. Grab a live. Go ahead. Yeah, don't forget about the bird and squirrel drama that's going on, man. All those mockingjays are terrorizing all the squirrels. It's not okay. He's right. Dude, I did see a squirrel messing with those uh, baby ducks I was feeding yesterday. Like, it was like, it was kind of terrorizing them. Like, I, here's the thing. There used to be 13 baby ducks. We're down to 11 now. And I think that a squirrel got a couple of them. Jeez. I'm sorry to bring the show down, but I'm just saying it. I've been keeping an eye on them, and the numbers are dwindling. Well, I mean, no offense, but you're in no position to be talking about anything else killing ducks. You know, I don't appreciate the the narrative you're trying to push. I I, I love animals. I did nothing but try to help that duck while all the other while them. the while all the other sure. employees here were just going to let yep. this sick injured duck die before our no, very eyes you took the right bull by the, the horns and it, gave it, some lady twelve dollars so she could kill it for you no what i did was I, I i gave an elderly woman who took time out of her day to come rescue a duck 
gas money, um, your gas money, I believe, uh, so so that we could this could all be on the up and up. And it definitely was. We never saw the duck again. We don't know where the duck went. Well, it was a it was a it was a duck. It was a it was a what are those things called? It was a damn Muscovy duck. I didn't. I mean, what do you want me to do? You want me to see if she can hook up a webcam so you can check in on it for its next fifteen years of its life? I did the right thing. I took $12, initiative. $12, I would hope I and would now, get some sort of closure. And, and now somehow I'm being demonized because I'm the only one who stepped up to help a, a sick and injured bird. <laughs> and as you can see, that that mentality has stuck with me since then. <laughs> These ducks, I open my back door and they're there. Like we are, I, I am. The duck man? I'm saying I'm in the, I'm in the family structure. <laughs> they don't even follow the mother around anymore. They follow me around. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> 727-579-1025. We come back. Today's It's Okay. It's Not Okay. A lot of businesses are frustrated that they weren't included in phase one. And a lot of them have to figure they just have to uh, eat the you-know-what sandwich that was served up to them. Well, there's one dude who said, nope, I'm opening up anyway. You'll find out what type of business it is, and we'll determine next if it's okay or not okay that he's doing that.